Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the Morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Showtime, let's go, Wednesday, and for the first time, it's got to be the first time this week, right? It's not a game day. Feels like a few Wednesdays since you've been in, to be honest. Well. Maybe that's just me. Body clocks off. But again, you you didn't listen to what I was saying. All I was saying. Another game day. No, it's not a game day. Is it a game day today? It's not. Sorry, I'm not listening. What's happening You don't listen. I know. What is happening here? Not a game day? Not a game day. Okay. Tomorrow, game day. Yesterday, game day. Monday, game day. Today, not a game day. Boy, that's a lot. Yeah. Imagine if you're on these planes, how confused you'd be. What city are we even in? So put your feet up today is what I'm telling you. Oh, all right. Right? You had back-to-back games and watching, having to sit down and probably eat and watch hockey here tonight. I needed a second screen yesterday. I was the big, big logistical issues, Dean. Really? Red Sox, Blue Jays. You also got uh, Flames Preds, Sleepy First. Meanwhile, high leverage at bats. And the other one, back and forth. Honey, can you help with the kids? Oh, God. Everything's happening at once. Is she still living with you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know that was my my female roommate. Yeah, because I know there was some doubt as to whether or not that was going to continue or not. Still, yeah. yeah, That's weird. uh, Wow, we're coming up on six months here. Yeah, wow. That's great. Um,. Yeah, it was a little sleepy, a little sleepy start. Get your togs, boys. Get your togs. <laughs> the hell's a tog? Stop it. What is a tog? It's a bathing suit. Togs. Is it? It's the stupidest thing. The Aussies will talk down to the Canadians about, oh, you know, that's a little more American than British. It's like, cool, but you just made up like a thousand words and no one knows. The, the English don't even know what you're talking about. Tog. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, put some VB in the boot with the esky. Like, no one knows what that means. Stop it. The meaning of tog is to dress, especially in fine clothing, it says here. Togs, that'd be one, plural. That'd be one use. Uh, it's very Aussie, like I'm saying. The rest of the world's like, we don't know what the hell this means. You can't be leaving that country talking like that. Well, I mean, let them have it, right? I, if, I know. It's just six months. Can you can you feel it? You can feel it. No, I can't tell. Six months anything. later, it's still togs. Can't tell there's anything going on. It's supposed to be an acclimatization period. Yeah. Boy, April's lovely around here. No, it's not. Just wait. This was uh, just inside baseball for everyone. This was one of those mornings, and you can tell how it is when uh, Pinder's been in studio for an hour. This, uh-huh. And this is the first things we've said to each other. Kind of, nah, nah. I think and then said, just go I, about I think our... I said, damn boy, when I walked in. Yeah. Because that stupid song was stuck in my head. Thank you. Yeah. And then uh, that was it. And Which we... is usually how you like to operate. I would chat all morning, but... It is, it is better for the show, and we both have S to do. Yeah, busy watching uh, watching highlights, taking notes, figuring things out. I didn't yeah. get a chance, though, uh, due to the number of games last night and everything else. I didn't really get a chance to listen to uh, the head coach of the Flames last night. And I, see there's I did. No, uh, there's no, of course, there's nothing cut. but uh, It's very um, short. It's less than two minutes, and I think it's on social. And um, Well, let's take a listen, then. Playoff-type no... game, down two. Came back, tied it up. What did you make of the intensity through this? There was some... Uh, it seemed like some good you know, atmosphere in the game and just the way that yeah. the team played. I'm not sure that. I mean, you asked me that this morning what this game meant. Well, it meant that we played five and eight days and finished with back-to-backs because of the 
rescheduling. Cool. I'd rather have these last two days off. Yeah, I mean, you asked me that this morning, and I mean, I kind of told you. So what do you think about your team? Well, I'm going to talk about the schedule for a bit and yeah. tell you that I'd rather have not played. Okay, well, I'll try again. Didn't want to play these games. Yeah. What does it say about your team, though, knowing that, as you just described, you've played a lot of hockey here? It's hard to down. score playoffs. <laughs> I mean, it's been, I've said it, you know, I don't, I'm not talking about it anymore, but all this individual stuff. No one was asking about individual. Right? It's about, that's how you, it's hard to score at playoff time. So if we learn, some of these guys learn to play playoff hockey, then, then we have a chance to win a game. He's not talking about no, it anymore, he's, he's, right? He's not, he, not going to do it. I'm not going to talk about individual things. Hey, how do you think of the team coming back? I'm not talking about individual records anymore. I don't want to talk about I'm it. done with it, Dean. Stop asking me. Yeah. It's his job, back-to-backs. It's his job. Probably wants the power play goal back, the second one, but he made some big saves, and and uh, even the shootout, you know what? He's made two or three. All right. That was pretty much it. It's his job. Wants the power. Someone asked about someone asked about manager. Yeah, the one where Tanev rams it in on him. Come on now, you went full Andrew Peak. Well, and the uh, the power play one—that's the Forsberg goal. Post it in. Yeah, that I have no problem with that. That's a. I didn't really either. That's a pretty good shot. It's from from well out, and maybe yeah, you may. I guess maybe you want it, but I mean, where do you put Forsberg in terms of like a a shooter in that spot in the league? He's got to be a top ten guy. I believe he's got thirty nine. Yeah, that's good. And oh, he he missed what a dozen plus games. Mm -hmm. That's good. It seems. Yeah, yeah. Let's listen to Parks there. Uh, sorry if you've uh, if oh, you've addressed this already, but okay. uh, what did you think of what Andrew Manjapani gave your group tonight? Well, he scored a power play goal. He got around the net. Both goals around the net. That's how you score in playoffs. <laughs> Not many shots and take advantage of opportunities. You got to sometimes get kicked out of you to score. So hopefully he figures that out too. <laughs> right? I like it. It's beautiful. Well, you know, it's a stupid question, right? Uh, why would you ask about a guy that scored two goals tonight? Like, come on, hello. Talking about playoffs. With fairly low shots on, on both sides, like, did this feel like... You get used to play, play that's like a playoff game. I mean, we had a good chance to miss the net or hit posts. We had chances. Yarncock had, I think it was hit the post, could have been up one nothing. But we get down two and you fight back. So it happens. Close games. No shootouts for three on three. Yeah, I think that got clipped at the end. He basically said, coming up here uh, right away, none of this fancy stuff. No shootouts, no three-on-three. Let's just, uh, meaning, in the playoffs. Yeah, you're not going to go to three-on-three in the playoffs. We know that. And, uh, yeah, I think it's highly unlikely they will do a shootout come uh, playoff time. I feel like there might be a penalty shot, but even that feels quite rare. The yeah, refs usually have their whistles, yeah, Dean. So, yeah. so this this one felt and I, I kind of said yesterday because of just travel level of competition and all of that it felt like it was going to be a tough one and yeah. for the first 20 minutes or so it was yeah this is kind of what you expected what did the flames had what did they have for shots there in the first uh what nine shots through the first 30 minutes nine times i th- i saw in the first half of the game i wrote it down right here i may as well not try to remember it and actually just read it to you 24 combined shots at the midpoint of the game. I think 13 to 9. 9, yeah. Or 13 to 8. It was sort of there was a shot somewhere around the midpoint there. So they were on pace to, you know, not have a lot of shots. But what's interesting is that instead of coming out and playing uh, 
high tempo, high energy, and then fading. It was the other way around. They got better as the game went on. I don't know why. I think they that's fell the behind. They had to kind of got after it. When you're down two zero, how are you going to play the rest of the way? I mean, although to your point, I think the tempo did pick up before then, but there was also a bunch of special teams work, and I don't know. I thought that top line kept getting better and better. Top line got better and said yesterday wasn't sure about the Backland Manjapani to Foley line. Thought they were better last night. Thought Backland specifically was better last There's night. A really good shift at the end on the wall there. Yeah. So what gets you? It, it, it Yarncrow can't it, buy one. I, I got to I got to make a bet about him ever scoring in Flames jersey yesterday. That was a good opportunity. Oh, Thank you to all the now. goalies that have stopped him. Now I'll get to make that money. He's going to be fine. He's creating it. It's just one just needs to go in for him. Yeah. Like someone bank one in off his ass. Do something here. That's two Help or three out. in a row where he's been pretty good. Yeah. And the line's been pretty and good. And you know what? Like the people around the team from here, we can only, you know, glean so much. But it sounded like when he was out for a bit there with the illness, we're starting to see the, more of who this guy is, less unimpactful games. Like you're noticing him a lot more. Yeah. And I had sort of directed the conversation at wing or center, but maybe we should have been talking about fully healthy or still recovering. We talked about that COVID hangover the team had in the early January portion where you're like, yeah, they were healthy, but they weren't back to being themselves yet. Well, we talked about that, though. Felt like he was just starting to turn the corner, then had to miss those five games. Yeah. It was almost like he was starting over. No, and, and then on top of that, he goes to a position he hasn't played a bunch yeah. of um, for a while. Now, he can do it, but the combination of the two and how many highlight reel saves to Karski – uh, Lankanen, Post, like he's... Yeah, he could have three or four. Bad maybe, luck, maybe. not fully healthy, new line mates, new scenario. It, uh, he should have scored his first night as a flame, and instead he's still on zero. I liked, I liked the game. I am, uh, I am down for that to be a first-round opponent. Now, if you're the Calgary Flames, or if you're betting on the Flames to win, do you like that, Both. or would you prefer them to see Dallas? Uh, I still, I think I will take this. I think see, I would I... take Nashville here. Uh... I Listen, they they went to a shootout yeah. as a tired team on the road. And for, fell down 2 nothing and came back to win. Right, I... Honestly, I, I think, I'm not saying they're going to win. But I, I don't fear how they shape up against that team. My concern with, with Nashville is that that's a team where their goalie could be better than yours over the course of a series just because he's been that good. Like, I think at this point of the year, Saros might get more Vesna votes than Markstrom, believe it or not. He's had a monster year, and, and Markstrom's kind of faded at the end, which we see hurts a lot. Like, Igor Shesterkin posted a shutout last night. People aren't even talking about him in the heart anymore. Seem to be losing steam in the Vesna. He's still far and away the best. There's momentum at the end of the year that affected. Like, I think Saros lights out, scares me, and any goalie can go unconscious, but I just think Saros's ability to do it a lot better than Jake Ottinger. I mean, that's fair. But that said, I do think the Dallas and the Nashville are in the same bin. Like, if I had to tier the West, I'm putting those two in the same tier. I, mean, I don't think either of them are world beaters, but they're both going to give you some stress. They're going to make it hard on you. I don't think there's a short series in here anywhere unless your goalie wants yeah. to go all world for two weeks and you'll get one, one week. I, guess. I mean, I guess the question is better asked, even though you won't be here on Friday, but uh, on Friday mm. morning, after you play Dallas, mm. you will then, all right, you've seen this team, albeit on the road with fatigue, this one back at home, whatever, they'll be fatigued because they play what tonight, right? Um, mm-hmm. who, who do you want? Pick your, pick your poison. I don't yeah. Know. And you'll have last change at home versus Nashville having that. Um, I think you saw Rajitska out was a part of that. Daryl talked about it that or maybe it was Lou. Somebody talked about it that, you know, when you don't control the matchups, that's a tougher spot for Rajitska. 
whereas Trevor Lewis on the road, you trust a little more, veteran savvy. So they might be some tweaks, but Dallas is a one-line team. I feel like Calgary stacks up well against a one-line team. Now, it doesn't mean Dallas doesn't have other good players like Ben and Sagan have done some things. If they find the fountain of youth and for a week, that's scary. But most of the production Dallas has is Hints, Robertson, Pavelski. And if you have a checking line that's elite and your top line, and that's all you let that line see, I feel like you had a really good chance of beating Dallas. Do you see Nashville significantly deeper? If I, Dallas I just is a like, one-line team, is it? Yeah, I do. I, I think that it's spread out more. I feel like it's Forsberg, Duchesne, Granlund on that one line, and then it's a steep drop. I, I, I'm not necessarily talking about like who has a better top line or anything like that. It's just that... Like, do, do you like going out and playing against Trenton, Sissons, and Janot? Like, no, they're going to make, make life miserable for you. I, I guess so. You know, they've got There's still Johansson and Cunning on a separate line than the one that has Forsberg and, and Duchesne. I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it, it's it, again, they're, they're really similar teams, and you're not going to be able to pick anyway. I mean, I guess depending on your results against Dallas and Nashville, you have one each remaining on your schedule, you could sway things, but Daryl is not playing that game. Daryl is here to win. If you're healthy, you're out. Let's go. It's probably got more to do with the first position you brought up, Ottinger or Wedgwood or whoever it is versus Soros. Uh, You would probably think you have a better chance against the Dallas pair than you would against Nashville. Uh, 100%. Yeah, and it's not really a Nashville pair. They've hardly used Riddick. He's he's not played. Like, it's been... Uh, and speaking of goaltenders, uh, I know you have been very vocal about it, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the other way. Mm-hmm. I know you love Markstrom, but I'm gonna say that I think you can play Dan Vladar more here in the next little bit. I think that probably Vladar's uh, played well enough. That's an that interesting you, take that you could have uh, certainly used him moving forward, maybe even prior to now. He could have seen some more action. So you mean in the last uh, 31 days, you could have used him more than one start? Well, I mean, whatever, however you want to. I mean, I think that's it, a hot take. What, you think you're smarter than the coach, Dean? Is that what you're saying here? No, I just thought based on what we've seen here, his last four starts. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been really good. 1.98. It's almost like there was no, there was no downside of playing him more. A 931 wow. save percentage. Yeah, weird, hey? Yeah. <laughs> he's been very, he has been very good, made some huge saves, kept it's, the minute in the first. It's almost like there'd be nothing to worry about if you put him in net and you'd already wrapped up top spot like, you know, weeks ago. So listen, I, I get you're a Markstrom guy, but I wonder at this point if he's needed to start 61 of these games. You probably could have tossed Vladar a start or two here and there. You trying to pick a fight with me? What's going on? No, here? I'm just... Uh, I was you very know how impre- passionately I've been defending Markstrom to play all 82, dude. I know you have How been, dare yeah. you? How dare you now? Listen, this, again, inside baseball, it's kind of the job as the host to kind of plant some seeds and maybe direct a conversation, and I thought maybe I'd get you to talk about maybe giving Markstrom some rest here down the stretch as much as you'd like to see him break records and all that sort of thing. He's got that shutout record that's... Still kind of hanging in the balance for the Flames. I'm going to say that's less important than being rested and healthy for the start of the postseason. Well, remember, the Daryl doesn't care for individual achievements. Daryl doesn't want to talk oh, about individual stuff. No, he doesn't. There is only one trophy he cares about. It's not the Jack Adams. We scored a power play goal. He got around the net. It's not uh, going to be the Hart. It's not the Selkie. It's, it's hard to down. score playoffs. I mean, there's been, I've said it. You know, I don't, I'm not talking about it anymore. 
but all this individual stuff. You know what it is? The William Jennings. It's the only trophy he wants, Dean. It's the only one he wants. He has talked about that. But he's not... Uh, but all this individual stuff. Doesn't want no, it. That's because it's a team award. There you go. Yeah, doesn't want it. Doesn't want it. And they're, uh, they're not far from the old uh, W. Jennings. Yeah, where are we at in the W. Jennings race? I know everyone talks about it. People are tired of hearing about the Well, William. the Rangers have posted three shutouts in a row, which uh, you might notice it has really helped their cause mm-hmm. in the fewest goals against this season. And Carolina's tied with them, and the Flames are .04 goals behind on a per-game basis. So we're talking a matter of a couple goals. It's, uh, it's very toit. Here is what, I'm going to, uh, what I would do. I am going to, if it, if it were me, I'm going to put on my coaching hat. Yo. I'm putting Vladar back in tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting Markstrom go against Vancouver on Saturday. I'm going Vladar again against Nashville because he was good last night. Mm-hmm. Let him play again. Yeah. And then flip a coin, Minnesota, Winnipeg. I'm probably going to. Whatever, whichever one Markstrom wants to be a better rhythm with. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give. Marks from two more. Carolina Hurricanes have allowed 190 goals. Mm. Rangers 191. Flames 193. Games played are even. Every single team has five games left. Flames are three back from the Jennings. Tighten up, guys. It's that stupid night against Edmonton that's going to cost them. Is it? You know, they're one uh, working nine to five there. Hmm. Is that what it was? But it, uh, we always talk, oh, it's a playoff kind of feel, playoff. And then the playoff starts, like, no, that's not. In terms of space and time, mm-hmm. like you said, you, you looked at the shot clock there at, at a certain point. There's not a lot going on in this hockey game in terms of, there were some scoring chances and goalposts, but as far as shots on net, pretty limited. And I think that's the way Daryl wants it, mm-hmm. right? I think that's when, when he hears about 40 goals and that, that means guys are going to start chasing. He doesn't want anybody thinking in that frame of mind. He's continually reminding the, this team about their priorities and what they have to focus on. And he uses his media availabilities for that messaging. There's no question. Like he was literally asked, hey, what did you think about the team coming back? And he starts talking about playoff hockey. And hey, what about this guy's performance? Playoff hockey. Hey, what about this? Playoff hockey. Yeah. Like he's not going to he's not interested in individual stuff as he says but like this is all messaging to his group if you finish with 39 or 41 i don't give a shirt i need you to be really good and play the right way when the playoffs come around you shouldn't care either and you know what nothing that happens now is a direct connection to the playoffs which are a week and change away it doesn't necessarily mean if you play poorly or well today or last night that you're going it's it's going to mean anything in two weeks time Mm -hmm. but with manjapani now starting to put the puck in the net that bodes well because the top line has been great you get the playoffs and teams focus on shutting down one line like you say with 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 Dallas, mm-hmm. take that one line away and then roll the dice. Teams yep. will say the same with the Flames. If we can get that number one line in check, yep. we'll take our chances. But now with Manjapani, you know you have Dubé rolling in his last five. Is that what he's got after? And again, that's after the zero and twelve stretch. Yeah, and you have the the Yarncroke line with Coleman and Dubé's producing as well. Yeah, 
and you know what the fourth line is going to give you. It's not a lot of offense, but it is a lot of uh, grease and elbows and, uh, hey, here's your face on the yeah. glass. So it doesn't mean the Magic Panties automatically going to score come game one, two, three, but get feeling good, get feeling better, get looking back to, to your normal self, and he has been. I love the two goals and distance travel on both about two feet combined. There was a stat that uh, Megan Chaika posted out the other day, and she, her brother obviously was the, the general manager in Arizona. They got their start by starting, a, a, I believe it's called Stathletes. It's, a, it's an analytics company for sports. And the number of puck touches within five feet of the net, Manjapani was far and away the best flame, and I think was in the top five to ten in the league, yeah. which when you factor in his size – you're like, yeah, okay, that that does match what I'm seeing. Like, he does go to all the tough areas despite being smaller. Like, he's dancing amongst the sequoias here in front, taking a beating, but he always finds a way to get shot attempts in tight. And what's interesting is, because I was thinking about Ryan Smith, you think about him, he was kind of one of those guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tomas Holmstrom was one of those guys. He doesn't do a lot of redirecting tipping. No, he's just going there all the time. It's rebound... Yeah, he's garbage stuff. He's going into traffic, yeah. which was how he scored the power play one last night. He'd just always be going there, always be taking the puck there. And and he's he's a guy that takes a fair amount of abuse, man, Japani. Like he gets hit hard a bunch. He's not, you know, avoiding contact at all, but he, he's undeterred. He keeps going. And that's exactly what Daryl's talking about when Daryl's kind of backhanded complimenting him. It's actually what man Japani's the best at on the team. Yeah. You know, Kachuk's very comfortable in that space too. They're not the only ones, but in terms of actual shot attempts, can't score if you don't have a shot attempt. Uh, he's leading the bunch. So you would guess that that's probably maybe behind closed doors what Daryl's been telling him. Get greasy, get Keep dirty again. Yeah. That's how you've done it. Mm -hmm. He gets two last night, and this is the response. We scored power play goal. He got around the net. Both goals around the net. That's how you score in playoffs. <laughs> not many shots and take advantage of opportunities. You got to sometimes get kicked out of his score so hopefully he figures that out too so i wonder if that's less about answering the question and more about these you know, see andrew that's what i've been telling you which is what he's done all year and why he's had yeah. a massive breakout year and you know has 35 or 34 he's gonna score 30 he's gonna be a 35 goal guy i'm gonna say it i've done bold takes he's gonna score one in the next one or is or does that make him a 35 goal guy or a guy who's yeah, one time 35 goal guy. no i'm happy for him 20 monster year what is it now 23 road goals that's all right not that it matters but that's when you can do it when the other team is strategizing against you it's a good thing and you know what i for kachuk 39 goals 99 points the sooner that can go away daryl will be very happy as well uh because then you can stop potentially cheating or doing what you have to do, overthinking things. Because don't we all start watching the game that way? Yeah. Okay, so there's Kachuk to Gaudreau. Now, Gaudreau, make sure you do it in the next two touches. Get Just shoot it now, and maybe you'd pass or make the play now. The and sooner he, it goes away, He had that two-on-one in overtime or that partial break, yeah. and he just wires one, and I, it looks like it either catches the goalie's shoulder or a stick on the way, and you're like, ooh, that would have been a pretty number to 100. But that's yeah. what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Team, like Johnny knows he where he's sitting. Everyone's looking for him. It, it's kind of what happened to Gaudreau when he was hung on 99 for a couple of games. Yeah. Uh, busy night in the NHL from last night. Some good news out there for some teams, some, some terrible news for other teams. 
the Winnipeg Jets basically mathematically eliminated. It's going to be tough for their hopes once they're mathematically eliminated. They'll be real slim, right? Yeah, like I feel like it's last call at that point. Very tricky. The Boy, uh, tough night for the Canucks. The Canucks, oh, man. Man, it was a back to back. Who are you going to start in net? You've got the lowly Senators. Um, L.A. was in action as well. Talk about bad outcomes. Dallas playing, right? They played last. Uh, no, they played tonight they in Edmonton tonight in and Edmonton, then tomorrow sorry, here. Yeah. Um, but Nashville yeah, the, the theoretically Kings. could have been someone that maybe they could have reeled in, but really the Kings were the best shot. And if you're if it's a Hail Mary for the Canucks, it's likely catching L.A. Tough night. Vegas plays tonight. Dallas plays tonight. They would have been watching hard last night what was going on. We'll look at the out-of-town scoreboard. we got other things going on. Benny Wagner, Blue Jays play-by-play voice, going to join us in Hour 2. The manager of Cavalry FC, Tommy Wilden Jr., join us in Hour number 3. The Pinder Report when we come back. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Well, depending on where you're listening to this show and when you're listening to it, maybe you're listening in August, and if that's the case, then you'll understand that this will seem dated. But the weather outside is shirt. A few inches of shirt out there. Up north, apparently epic. Awful. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. What are we uh, talking up there, Patty? uh, Well, Tuscany, you take about half a foot and add about – Another, it's almost like a foot of snow up by me. Half a foot. It was like Dumas. You got to get your levels up, dude. We can. Yeah, your mumbles. Are there you go. Sorry, very eh? soft. Get your levels hey, up. Hey, I'm there we go. Love you. Turn your headphones up. Get it going. There we go. How's that? Start again. What? Oh, yeah. Tuscany is where I live. It's awful. It's like foot of snow up there. Rose Crowchild was awful. There was the lights out at Twelve Mile Cooley just before you head out to Cochrane. Oh yeah. There. There was yeah. just one lane on Crowchild going. Out and then one lane coming in because like, there's a truck pulled over. It was, it was terrible. There's a cop directing traffic. That's Wasn't fun. wearing a coat. Just Is out that there. right? Just out there, shirt. You know, like an offensive lineman. Oh yeah, I just got you know, had a boy doing his movements. It's like his boys at Lambo in the playoffs. You yeah. make a statement. You can't be wearing <laughs> sleeves here. No, soft. Let's go. You got <laughs> to show everyone how dialed you are. Yeah. If I can do this, you can do this. It's just a mental one lane thing. crow child. Let's go. But I, I, there's this, uh, some guy from the Weather Network posted a photo of like a the Google Map traffic of mm-hmm. Calgary and like the north half it was all like stony and Deerfoot was red and yellow and then like the south half all green. Yeah. Yeah, I had coffee on the deck this Whoa. morning before I came into work. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. I had to scrape weird. about inch ice off my mm-hmm. window. Well, you know, it's a big city, you know. Big. Yeah, it's a big city. Things can change. Uh, if you like winter, I tell you, the North's a great place. Way up higher, more snow, shorter golf season. Windy, If yeah. you like winter, I'm telling you, what a spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- I guess the point I was going to make is that this show is brought to you by Sundry Golf Club. And you'd be like, well, what the hell? Is snow on the ground? It's freezing cold. What are you talking about? Well, I'm, I'm just, uh, just give them a week. Give them a week, Dean. Hang on. Give them a week. Sundry Golf Club opening for the season next week, the 29th. Book your tee time at sundrygolf.com. Not that far from you, no matter where you're listening. Even if, you know, know, the internet, maybe it is far from you. But if you're, you know, if you're Calgary, you're in the area, Sundry, not that far from you, go check out Sundry Golf Club. Mm. Ah, we got Benny Wagner coming up. I see the Blue Jays. uh, Yeah, they only allowed three hits. What a great night in uh, Fenway, hey? Yeah. Uh, Lost 2-1. Huh? Yeah. Bo Bichette had a very tough day. I'm going to sail one, and then the next throw I have, I'm going to bounce it five yards short. 
Yeah. Yeah. Are those oh, er- and that's going to be the winning run coming in. Do they call those that. errors? Is that what they call them? Two. Yeah. yeah. Errors. Plural. Yeah. You're right. That's exactly what they call them. First two of the year, so you don't want to overreact. Been sterling prior, but when routine ground balls turn into winning runs, stinks. Benny Wags coming up hour two. It was a busy night in the NHL last night. Hoops, playoffs continue. Hoops. Uh, Big game on the sports nets tonight. It's pucker time. We are down 0-2. It's pucker time. And everyone's doing their five-minute uh, you know, deep dives on Jurassic Park coming back. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be key because the fans outside the building can really set the tone and intimidate. No, never mind. Probably won't yeah, matter. And if you do want to go, you best get out in the next couple nights because uh, no telling how long. The, yeah, I don't know. There's going to be game six. We'll see. Drinking tall boys outside. If that's your thing, you better best get out there. Now, Dumas, you would probably recall this. Were they down 0-2 in that seven-game epic against Philly? No, they were down 0-2 in the uh, the final against Milwaukee, and they came back. Oh, the East final. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, okay, yeah. very good. So, I mean, please. But that team also was kind of like, you know, riddled with all-stars and veterans and guys that had won before. Better, yeah. And, did, and weren't having like three guys with major injury issues all of a sudden in the last week? Good time for that. Let's get it. All right. Spinner Report brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. Located 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Well, we're going to start with the hometown heroes, Dean. The Calgary Flames. Best goalie I've ever seen. Uh, Totally. It's the second of two games and two nights. Disco Dan Vladar back in the net for his second start since March 19th. Well, that was a while ago. Remember when the Flames were in Vancouver? Mm-hmm. We probably played that. Uh, Enjoy the snapper in Vancouver. Oh, that clip, something like that. It's a while ago. Second start since then for Disco Dan. Good to see you. Boy, he's tall. You remember? He, did you remember he was tall? Is this a new thing? Disco? Covers a lot of that. Are you going with this? Uh, just today. I don't know. We'll see if it All sticks. Right. I'm sure it will. Long arms. <laughs> Uh, Gaudreau draws a penalty early on a Forsberg slash. Vladar, a sprawling save in the first. Couple off Luke Cunning. And then, uh, yeah. Backlund trying to play the puck off the Titanov. It hits the side of the net. Chance in front. That was a little ugly. Other than that in the first, uh, did I miss anything? There was very little event hockey going on low in the event, opening frame. Yeah, yeah, low event. To the second, a lot better. Great opening shift from the top line. Then a Kachuk penalty. Feels like a reputation call. Kachuk gets cross-checked into the net that comes off the moorings. Scrum ensues. Little, what would you call that? Glove on? Little rabbit punch? It was not a full it was, swing. It, 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 looked, it looked bad. He, he, gave a, he gave a good shot and then, and then gave another one, although the play had already, he'd already called the penalty on the first one. Yeah, I feel like that could be coincidentals and if it's not, could check it somebody else. But hey, if you spend, you know, a half decade embarrassing officials, things like that are going to happen. Well, you know what, Kevin? has been good this year, but prior. Kevin Pollock, one of my, one I really enjoyed last night, early on in the hockey game when Vladar had the skate issue mm-hmm. over at the bench and Depot yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey Osmak are over there working on it, working on it. And uh, Tom Chmielewski or whoever the other ref is, he's there kind of keeping an eye on things. And, hey, Kevin Pollock's going to come over here and we're going to restore it. What, what, hey, what's going on over here? And I love it because just as he skates over to give them some uh, the, the business, yeah. 
it's it's done, it's finished. Yeah. Blur Star Skate, and you can see Oz Max say, Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's boy, done. We, yeah, we got it. Thanks. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we're not trying to delay the game. There's no tactical advantage. We just want our goalie's equipment to work. I was gonna tell Ozmac, you know, I'd have been ha- I'd have been fine with a two minute two Bench minute penalty there then? if yeah. you'd have told him just to go himself. Yeah, drop a bomb on him there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hey, why don't you go off? Uh, Flames would kill off that Kachuk penalty. Yarn Croak then rips one off the bar. Tanner Janot, a nice rush, but could Branson prize it? Loose off him before he can get to the net. And then uh, Zadorov began his parade to the penalty box. Don't do this in the postseason. Zed or Z or Zad Dog, whatever we're calling him. We call him Zed. No, no, we don't call him that. Uh, it was a minor for hooking. And sure enough, after a shorthanded chance from Manjapani and Toffoli that they couldn't finish. Hanson walks the line and slides it near side. Forsberg scores. Yeah, just a rocket from one of the best finishers in hockey. That's 39 for Forsberg, who's missed significant time this year. Johansson and Yossi setting it up. one nothing Nashville. They'd add to their lead. Uh, throw it towards the net. It's loose to the blue paint. They score. Tough to tell who touched the puck last. It looked like it mm. went off Rasmus Anderson by Dan Vladar and in. Chris Tanna goes Andrew Peak. And you noted it in the break. How many goals have we seen this year where after Vladar makes a stunning save, someone just collects the, the <laughs> rebound. And you're like, all that for nothing. It just went in after that. Oh. Like, there's two for sure wild paddle saves. The one against Landeskog, that first That's minute right. against Colorado. Yeah. It, it feels like more often than not, if he comes up with some wild save, either one of his own guys or there's a, a stick left open yeah. and just easy tap in. He has the ability to make some tremendous stops when need be, and that was that was one of them, although it does end up being the 40th for Duchesne. I don't want to spook you, but I think he's a good goalie. I'm beginning to think that's the case. Okay. Uh, Nashville then would uh, get on a bit of a run of penalties. Duchesne off for cross-checking and off to the peeper, Dean. And there's a loose puck in the blue paint. Kachuk scores! Matthew Kachuk Jams the puck past UC Soros. His 99th point of the season gets the Flames back in this game. A power play goal makes it 2-1. to one. Close. It was Manjapani. So, 0 for 2 there. But 1-2 uh, one, one now. They're not in the rank, Ryan. Well, hey, I would love those boys to be in the rank. Rick Ball's not there. I'm Derek excited Wills for playoffs. isn't there. People in the venues is better than not. I'm not going to debate that as a former play-by-play guy. Uh, another penalty for Zad Dog on Trennan. Interference. Please stop this. Off to the third we go. The Foley up the right wing side. He tries to toe drag and a shot stop. Rebound by Japani. Scores! His second goal of the game ties this contest at two. There you go. Manages back on the road, of course. Where else would it happen? Then Lindholm over to Kachuk from his knees. He was kind of tumbling as the pass came, but looked like a really good opportunity to get a scoring chance. Benning hits the crossbar. That's followed by a delayed penalty for Nashville. What a swing. So they almost scored. It actually looked like it caught Vladar's shoulder and then the crossbar. What a save. Then instead of a Nashville goal because of that save and crossbar, the penalty on Nashville. Huge swing. What a spot for the Calgary power play. They didn't score. Uh, Manjapani took it penalty during the power play. 2-2 late in the third. Scrum around Vladar. Uh, boy, he wasn't happy with the ref, eh? 
Took a little stick on the helmet. It's been frozen for five seconds, ref. Giving him a piece of his mind. Uh, Kevin Pollock, why do you hate the Flames? You're giving it to Osmac. You're calling Chucky for... that's. The, I mean, the, the interference call on Manjapani was junk. Clean it up. <laughs> Come on! Yeah, stop it. Come on, that's that's what Vladar was saying. Kevin! We got to turn on our Kevin Pollock radar. Yeah. Keep him away from this team in the playoffs. Get him in the East. You jerk. Uh, that was with a, with about 68 seconds left. Some good work on the end wall from Backlund in those final shifts. Off to overtime we go. Lock to twos. Flames get a point. Not bad after being down 2 nothing. In overtime, Forsberg to Johansson. The Preds hit the post again. Then Kachuk with a laser that somehow doesn't find the net. Or did it hit the goalie? The stick? Something? It bounced off something. Out of play. Gaudreau with the deke stopped. Manjapani with the hat trick attempt stopped. Then the too many men penalty on the Flames and a pretty big block from Noah Hannafin, who did not like the feeling on his uh, right foot after taking that shot. We needed a shootout. Forsberg stopped, Gaudreau stopped, Duchesne stopped, Kachuk stopped. Mikel Grantland, you want to end this thing? Stick handles up the middle of the ice. Toffoli shoots and is... Yeah, Toffoli didn't score after that. Nashville wins 3-2. And they'll meet again in a week. So Kevin Pollock is my big takeaway from this. Yeah, Kev. Could have been probably a easy win for the Flames on the road, but... I'm going to blame the uh, the officiating. Also, a lot of chances that didn't finish, to be honest. No, I'm, I mean, uh, not for, a bad game. For how that game started, it felt like this was going to be a long night. I yeah. give them credit for digging in and finding a way. Is it because they were down 2 nothing? Whatever the case is, their goaltender gave them a chance, got them a point really last night. Manjapani mm-hmm. gets a couple. He's feeling good. Top line still looked fine. Mm-hmm. Get this Kachuk thing done. If you want to get Lindholm a 40, 40th in there as well here, that'd be uh, that'd be good too. But I think it uh, it bodes well that they went in there a tired team, and I mean they're ahead of them in standing. But again, if Nashville thought they were going to run them out of the rink, it didn't happen. Uh, you can relax now, okay? I have your magic number update. You've been bugging me. You, you all, what's the magic number? What about the magic number? Well, I can, Guys, I lose, what about the magic number? I can barely sleep. I'm dying to know. Well, it cost you sleep last night, but here's your magic number update. It's now one. So the Flames need just a single win in their final five games to clinch the division. Top Tonight, spot. it's the Packers at the Bears. Thank you, Pat. Just hang on. We're doing the magic number. Oh. Um, and then uh, if they don't want to win one of their final five, all they need is the Oilers to lose one. Tonight, it's the the Buccaneers. Close. It's going to be Dallas and Edmonton. We'll get to the other town. Just give us a moment. Flames 1-0-1 on the roadie. Three of a possible four points. Nashville, for them, the win moves them a pair of points ahead of Dallas. That means they're a little bit closer to playing Calgary in round one than they were if they'd lost in regulation, but it still looks like pretty much a coin toss, whether it's Dallas or Nashville, especially after last night's result. And Dallas will be in action tonight. That game in hand, they're playing it. They're up in... Uh, Something's in the water. Know a little bit about winning. Uh, four lotteries in seven years. Whatever city that is. Yeah, what are they doing? They're at one of four Aldos. Is that what they have up there? No, they got eight Aldos in the mall. Eight Aldos? Yeah, they're staying in the uh, right, yeah. the, the Jurassic room. The gypsy the suite. Yeah. That's right. Very good. Exciting. Let's get to some results from last night, shall we? All right. How about the Winnipeg Jets? Uh, playoff chances at 0.00001. What a monster game for them, Dean, hey? Alive and kicking. They're not going away. Let's go to New York. Panarin hands over to Fox. Fox, long shot, he scores! That time it went to the net. There you go. And Adam Fox beats Comrie, 2-0 Ranger. Who's doing the color on the there you go? I don't, I don't know who that is. I, I don't know either. Hmm. 
Uh, that made it 2 nothing Rangers. It would finish 3 nothing. Shesterkin, 31 of 31. That's a shutout. He going to win the Vesna. That's and that's the, the uh, third straight yeah. shutout for the Rangier, which um, that's impressive given how loose they were the opening half of the year. Shesterkin had to be their best player most nights. It, it looks like they're tightening up a little in front of them. And Gorgiev. That's 50 wins, fourth time in Rangers history. They've hit 50. And again, Jeez, that's a lot. You knew this was, they were going to turn they were it around. Coming, yeah. They were picking first overall not that long ago. No, Lafreniere was with Do you two. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they won the lottery. Moved up, but still. Still, to be in that mix, to be writing letters to your fan base. Three years ago, I believe, was the, the letter. That's uh, That's not bad. Uh, we'll get to the standings in a moment. They're course, not out yeah, of it for yeah. top spot in the in the Metro either, which is wild because it looked like Carolina was going to run away and hide in that thing. 3-0 uh, the final there. Detroit, Tampa. Here's Sergachev. Knocked away. And on a breakaway comes Verona. Can he give the Red Wings the lead? He shoots. He scores! Second goal again for Verona. 4-3 Red Wings. Steve Zerman must be happy with uh, his team beating his old team. 20 goals in 32 games as a wing for Jacob Verana. What's that stain on your dress, Steve? Verana's back. He missed so a lot of time. You're running with that now. Uh, well, I I one, it's probably one got one day left. That's it. Um, and I'm off Friday. So, you know, that's true. Are you? Yeah. Well, I didn't, didn't know. Burn out. That's the first time Vasilevsky's lost to Detroit in his career. Are you serious? They play in the same division. I know. Holy shirt. Hmm. That's a big result as well for the uh, who's going to be the three, who's going to be the wild card in the Atlantic. We'll get to that later. Minnesota, Montreal. At the right circle, toss one in front. Rebound chance, Boldy misfired. Another try, he scores! Between the legs, Boldy banked that second try off a Canadiens player, and the Wild have a 2-0 lead. Is that Joe O'Donnell, the voice of the Wild? I have no clue. Not a boy, Radio Joe. Uh, 26 save shutout for Cam Talbot, who's been absolutely nails of late. Marc-Andre Fleury coming to town? Maybe the fire he needed. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but it's making sense to the Wild. They've got two guys they can ride. Meanwhile, Marc-Andre Fleury said he'd love to play another season, not looking to retire. Okay. All right. Uh, Philly, Toronto. Let's go there. That was a 2-0 win for Minnesota, by the way. Nice work in front of the net. Drops back in front for a shot. They score! Spezza! Jason Spezza with a beautiful feed on the wing. And the Maple Leafs have a 3-1 lead. Yeah, that was an old man goal. That was uh, It really was, yeah. That was Simmons to Giordano to Spezza. Actually, a couple Spezza touches of the puck there. Uh, oldest connection on a goal uh, since Ever. the Stegosaurus sent it over to Diplodocus. Yeah, uh, 38-year-old Spezza. From 38-year-old Giordano. 38-year-old Gio. And from 30, 33. Uh, 33. Wayne's kind of... But, but he feels, in fairness, feels a lot older, doesn't he? Old Wayne. The Wayne train's slowing down. Wayne train's taking a few more stops in the station than he used to. Yeah, that's fair. 5-2 uh, the final. Toronto beat Philly. Man, Philly are a mess, hey? Gross. Is there a franchise in a worse spot than Philly? Like, I understand financially they're fine. They have fans, but like... A lot of the teams at the bottom of the stands, at least it's like, hey, like we're doing this on purpose. We're going to be better. Like that's Arizona. That's Buffalo. That's New Jersey. That's Ottawa. Like the best is coming for those teams. This team is awful. They ain't young and full of prospects, team. No, they're, this is the slide. This is, uh, this is not ideal. But you know what? Connor Bedard will really turn it around for them. Good Lord. 
Be a star there. Florida and the Islanders. It was a 2-1 lead for New York. Less than five minutes to play. Let's pick it up there. Huberto back in behind the net. Barkov near circle. Shot in. It's stopped by Sorokin. Still loose. A scramble. Barkov. A shot. He scores. And Barkov ties the game for the Panthers at two. Second of the game. Makes it 2-2. To overtime we go. Into the offensive end. Feathers to Barkov in front. Back in. And he scores. The overtime winner. And a hat trick for the captain. The Panthers take it. 3-2 in overtime. And Doug Plagans with the victory shades. Panthers win 3-2. 11 in a row. They're good. They're not having those, uh, hey, this game's mean nothing for us, but lots of the other guys' issues. Not that the Islanders are playing for a lot, but, uh, you know, they're rolling right now. Boston, St. Louis, needed OT. Takes the body from Tarasenko. DeBrus flips it to the high slot. Shot, score! Charlie McAvoy wins it in overtime for the Bruins. Another big one for Boston. We'll talk about it in a sec. Tightening up. Can Boston slide into that three-hole and face Toronto, or do they have to be a wild card? Tampa loses. Boston wins. Let's go to the uh, battle of the, the freeway, uh, the arena, the, the Snoop Dogg Bowl. He loves the Shot Kings the- and the Ducks. Here we go. Shot, big save by Gibson. Oh. And a rebound comes right back for the goal. Tell us about the winner, Dino. Kings 2-1. That is uh, Philippe Deneau's 25th of the year. His previous career high was 13 goals. It felt like a big ticket when he went to L.A. as that no, UFA. No, it's going to be a defense first center, Dean. That's uh, And the Habs fans, oh, he doesn't score anyway. Deneau's no good. Pretty good down the middle there, L.A., all of a sudden. Wait, yeah, Byfield coming? Are you kidding me? Woo. Two in a row for the Kings, three of their last four. So they... They're doing what they have to do. they got a soft schedule. They're taking care of business. Just finding a way here to, to nail that spot down, I think. Big one for L.A. there. Ottawa and Vancouver, back-to-back for Vancouver, who had that big win over Dallas two nights ago. Another Demco appearance. Needed a shootout. First as an Ottawa Senator, came December 1st. He gets a chance to win this. Godet busting and scores! Uh-huh. Godet buries it. Ottawa completes the comeback and wins it in the shootout. Yes, that's uh, Jim Benning's own Adam Godet, the former Canuck. Who and Halak uh, beats them in the sh- shootout. Halak started this one, mm. and then Demko comes in. You'd think that would uh, be the recipe for success, but it was actually uh, three on 17. On Demko. Hmm. Why was he leaving on the... Uh, they only allowed... Uh, 14 saves yeah. in the first he for got, Halak, and he, then... You got Ert? He Ert? Sounds like there might be a hingery there, yeah. Mm. Tough miss point for Vancouver. They do get one, but not two. That combined with the LA Kings loss drops the Canucks playoff chances from 14 to 6%. Ouch. Columbus, San Jose. Shimoljevsky buys some time, then shoots to the net. Save made. Rebound. Score. Scott Reedy batted that baby out of the air and slammed it home. Come it's on, his second goal of the game. It's his fifth of the year, and the Sharks lead the Blue Jackets 3 nothing. Who cares? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's Scott Reedy. Rotskidi. Uh, well, the, the, the Sharks care, I guess. Uh, they snap a 10-game slide. 10 games in a row. That was miserable. So good for them. I'm happy that Oof. they taste victory. Okay, here's your standing look-see. In the Atlantic, Florida will finish first. They don't know who they'll face in the wild card. The Leafs will finish second. One of Boston or Tampa will be the three seed. A Boston win, a Tampa loss yesterday tightens that up. They're only a point apart. 
And the Metro Rangers and Canes still battling for first and second. What a race that's been. I uh, didn't see it coming from the Rangers. Wow. Penguins and Caps battling for third versus the wild card. So in the East, there really isn't a single playoff series that's a safe bet to occur yet. We've, we don't know there's one matchup that's likely to happen. Capitals are in Vegas tonight, and uh, they're in a position to pass Pittsburgh with a victory. There you go. So in the West, lots to be determined as well, but there are a couple series that are quite probable to go. St. Louis, Minnesota, a virtual lock. That'll be the 2-3 in the Central. Edmonton, LA, meanwhile, on a collision course in the Pacific 2-3. That's around a 90% probability to occur. Central top seed Colorado gets wild card two. Flames, who will win the Pacific, get wild card one. Most likely it's Dallas-Nashville for the two division winners. We just don't know which. And, of course, Vegas ain't dead yet, but... They're on borrowed time here with a playoff probability around 10%. Big, they got to win them all, pretty much. Stars in Edmonton tonight. So There you go. Speaking of which, tonight's slate, Dallas and Edmonton. Stefan steals and he'll ice it. Oh, at least I thought he was going to until he blew it. That's unbelievable. Here come the Oilers the other way. And Hemsky's loose. Hemsky, he scores. Can you believe what we just saw? Just in case you forgot the Dallas Edmonton of history and that Lou is an absolute gem on the play-by-play. That's a great history between those two teams. No kidding. Remember, it just felt like every spring. Here we go again. Brad Marchand. Or, uh, sorry, Todd Marchand and yeah. Cujo. It was good stuff. Physical hockey. Ethan Moros. That was that era, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 6.30 on Sportsnet West. Um, now, if you want the Flames to play Dallas, not Nashville... You're cheering for them to beat the Oilers. Right. Works for me. Although, I mean, we talked about it earlier. You're really looking at two pretty similar things, Dallas and Nashville. And there's really nothing here. I mean, the, the Kings aren't going to catch the Oilers, I don't think. No. So this doesn't mean a whole lot to the Oilers, frankly. Yeah, and, and they can't reel in the Flames unless they win them all and the Flames lose all theirs, which that's not going to happen. No. Neither of those things will likely happen. Washington, Vegas. Sign, <laughs> <laughs> Remember singing We Are the Champions? Right, this yeah. is a Stanley Cup rematch, Dino. I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, expansion yeah. Uh, nights against they'll never win Washington Capitals. I think Ovi probably still, it's like COVID hangover. He's yeah. still got cup hangover somewhere in that body. Well, what's he at, 48? He's usually at 50 by now. He's I still think he's not, still just not quite right not after quite that party. Right. In the Bellagio Fountains, Oof. you get all that water in your lungs. It takes a long time. I don't even know what happened when he got back to Russia, but the, the shift he put in on this continent was quite impressive. One of the best we've seen, I have to say. It truly was. Colorado, Seattle tonight. I'm just about that action, boss. Yeah, well, he is about that action now. Owner. <laughs> Starts making money as of today. Another home game. Undefeated in the Marshawn Lynch era. They're 1-0. Uh, Chicago, Arizona. There's no issue with the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw a thing online uh, yesterday for fans. You can get in on the final game at Gila River Arena. Mm-hmm. They play, I think they play the Wild that night. Oh, that's got to be a hot ticket. If you want to get onto a party bus, you can uh, apparently ticket. Good seats still available. Really, hey? Yeah. Hmm. They're going to miss some. If you want to go down there and check it out. There. Hmm. Let's go to Major League Baseball. Blue Jays opened a three-game set in Boston <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it was Yusei Kikuchi. Against Nathan Uvalde. Let's go to the top of the second. 3-2. He swings and he drives one in the air. Out to right field. Backing up Arroyo to the bullpen. And it is gone! Zach Collins connects in Boston. And the Blue Jays have a 1-0 lead. Well, it's 
Jewish people! Yeah, there's a lot of Collins and Heinemans and Tapias. This is not the lineup card I was drawing up uh, a month ago. Tom Collins? I'll love take that, two, please. Love that guy. Uh, let's go to the bottom half. Long look in, long look back. Now the 2-2. Breaking ball, ripped down the left field line. That's down for a base hit. That'll tie the game. Hernandez is coming to the plate. Story on his way to second. Slides in safely in front of the throw by Gurriel. Top four, two men on, no out. Eovaldi escapes the jam. Then bottom four, Kikuchi does his disappearing act and escapes a tough spot with two men on against the Jays. It was 1-1 through four innings in the fifth. Kikuchi, uh, pretty impressive. 1-2-3 at the top of the lineup. That ends his night. Five innings pitched, just three hits and one earned run. Tidy bit of work from the Jays' number five. Bottom seven, Jimmy, don't call me Yimmy Garcia in for the game. The 2-2. Two, two. That's it down the right field line, slicing towards the corner. Tapia is there, makes the catch. Runner back at third. Tapia is up with a long throw. It's to the inside part of the line, and the run scores. A run scoring should not have happened because the man on second was an error from Bo Bichette. Yuck. Routine ground ball, hops it short. After overthrowing Vladdy earlier in the game, that's your winning run. Boston wins 2-1 despite, despite getting out hit 8-3. Bichette his first two errors of the season. Uh, a second one handing Boston the win. That's no bueno. Vlad two for three with a walk and a horrific strikeout when the umpire had temporary blindness late in the game. I'm ready for robot umpires, Dean. I really am. You were very invested in this game. I can, I can just, I can feel it. I, I don't even know it's a game. I just feel like it's been two weeks where you're like, how many obvious balls? Now, we have the advantage of watching on a screen with the little box there. We do. But, like, so do robots. They can do that. These humans are awful at it. The, the, the hitters and pitchers are better at calling balls and strikes than these guys. Annoying. Today, Barrios, Pavetta, 5 o'clock, Sportsnet 1. Benny Wagner going to join us as soon as I stop flapping my gums. So, give it 10 minutes. Uh, Jay's now 6-5 and five on the season, Dino. Up next, game 2 or 3, as we told you. Uh, did you know Nick Pavetta's a Canadian? I think he's from Victoria. It's a lovely harbor there. They can have tea at the Empress Hotel. It's in the harbor. The, it's already golf season there. Moss grows on trees. We'll move along. NBA. Flop. Raptors at home tonight on Sportsnet. They're down 0-2 to the 76ers. Let's uh, hear from Joel Embiid, a large human dean that plays basketball for the 76ers. He's, he's a great coach, obviously. I, I got to, you know, what he's been able to accomplish and, you know, I've always been a big fan. Um, but, you know, I, I told him, uh, you know, uh, respectfully, uh, told him uh, uh, to stop bitching about calls. Oh, jeez. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, because I saw what he said last game. Yeah, stop bitching about calls, Nick Nurse, says Joel Embiid. And Nick Nurse says, uh, cool, keep shooting those free throws because we're not going to stop fouling you. And we could use a few more trips to the stripe. Pretty lopsided. What was it, Patty? Like 31 to 12? 30 to 12. There, 30 two. to 12 in game two. Now, one team a little better in the paint, but still, that's pretty lopsided. That's on Ontario Pacific and East at six tonight on Sportsnet because the Oilers game is on Sportsnet West and the Jays are on Sportsnet one. Not going to be hard to find. Just you know, use the guide button, up one down. One, yeah, it's yeah. going to be right there. Yeah. Last night, Atlanta, they fall to Miami. That's a 2 nothing lead for the Heat. 115 105, they win. Minnesota fall. To Memphis, that series tied at one. And New Orleans beat Phoenix. Booker left with a hamstring issue? Sounds like a little bit of tightness. 
This is your ailment, Dean. Tight hammies. What's what's he looking forward to here? He's a young man already. The hamstring tightness. It's not a good uh, a good omen. I would uh, I would definitely start drinking more more water. Get some hydration and 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 stretch every once in a while. Did you see him though? He gave a little uh, fist pump. The little he dapped up a little kid, little baby. Oh, so you gotta cute. like that. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Like, uh, so great. John Morant's daughter was on the broadcast in the uh, oh, really? Memphis game as oh, well. That's She's so great. I love cute that. as could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kids, I love that. That's her tied 1 1, the Phoenix New Orleans one. I know you're a big Pelican guy. What do they say about a Pelican? Uh, something about a beak. I don't know. Pelican. Uh, games tonight outside of Toronto will be Brooklyn and Boston and Chicago at Milwaukee. Both those game twos. So very slow developing series. Kyrie Irving, very excited to get back to uh, TD Garden. They loves, love him there. Loves Boston. Yeah, and Boston's such an accepting, open place, too. Loves Everyone can feel, feel free to be themselves. And finally, it sounds like as if Luka Doncic could return for the Mavs for game three or four in that series against the Jazz. They squared up last night. That's it. That's it? I do like this tune, though. Pin Report brought to you by Motorworks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave. And 3rd Street Southeast. Hour 2 begins with Ryan Pinder bellyaching about errors by Bo Bichette with Ben Wagner. Something's wrong with Bo. Sportsnet 960 The Fan.